my name is Russell Nolte. I'm a USA Today bestselling author, uh, most uh, probably popular for my anthology series, Cthulhu is Hard to Spell, and also the uh, comic books that I've created, uh, Ichabod Jones Monster Hunter, Katrina Hates the Dead, and Pixie Dust. Hi, I'm Michael Tanner. I'm a writer uh, best known for Junior Braves of the Apocalypse and Orcs in Space. Also, I host a podcast called Burn After Pitching. Well, monsters have, haven't influenced my work. Uh, I guess I have to say demons. Like, I, I was uh, born Catholic, and that influenced a ton of my growing up. And my first books were apocalypse books uh, with demons and monsters. And uh, so they've always had a, uh, a, a, a special place in my heart. I really enjoy like flipping tropes using using demons and 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 uh, other like christian mythology monsters but yeah those they're they're definitely the first love of my uh, of my monster life for me uh it's always going to be zombies uh they were the first monster that traumatized me um i remember very clearly as a kid being over uh visiting my uncle at his house and he had uh, a movie on uh the adults are all talking i'm a kid i have nothing to do so i'm watching the movie on tv and this image, uh, this zombie bites this woman in the neck and tears a chunk out of her neck, bright red blood, traumatized me. Uh, it was over a decade later that I found out that that movie was Romero's uh, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, and that made me very obsessed with zombies for a long time, watching zombie movies. And then, you know, my first big comic book work was a zombie uh, zombie book. So zombies are always going to be my number one monster, uh, which is interesting in that it's a, it's, I mean, it's the most basic monster at all. It's just a dead person. But isn't that super like that, like a, a human brought down to its like basis instinct is like the most terrifying thing that I could think of. Cause it's the most real. It, it's, it's the most realistic monster. Cause all it is, is something that actually happens just one extra step. Again, I'm trying to think of a way that I don't revitalize monsters. So here's the great thing about monsters is, um, Villains throughout throughout uh, throughout history uh, have always been coded as the other. Uh, so uh, back all the way, you know, all the way to demons, and like uh, back further than that. Like it was always a way to talk about our fear of the other, our um, uh, 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 and, and concepts that we didn't understand. I mean, Godzilla is a great example of like how this evolves over time, and vampires are a great example. You know, in in um, in uh in dracula though know, it was it was about the 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 other uh, not just of disease but of, of, of an immigrant bringing this disease to an to a new place and uh and then it it it, it morphed into all sorts of other things in the 20s and 30s and it, it, before it sort of started uh coding in for aids and 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 uh the same sort of stuff happened with like godzilla which started as our as our fear of nuclear, like what would happen with like nuclear weapons and, and then morphed into, you know, uh, into all sorts of other things throughout the years. But these monsters have always been coded as, um, as, as the other. And so I think that for me, I often am, am, am spotlighting the monster as what is, what they are perpetuating, what, what they are supposed to be. And then humanizing them or demonizing, like what, like, like, like making people maybe fall in love with those monsters or, or just, uh, or just make them three dimensional characters. And I think that 
you know, um, I, I talk about, uh, I was talking to my friend about Disney villains and how they're always coded as, as like LGBT characters and tended to be like LGBT characters, uh, LGBT humans tended to like imprint themselves on these characters that they were seeing, even though they were the villains. And, um, and it's, it's uh, by, by doing things to, to, um, to highlight how these, monsters have been portrayed in it it, and 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 humanizing them it's sort of hopefully god i feel like i'm talking in my butt here at this moment but like i'm hoping to like that like it will be a stand-in for how we treat marginalized humans and, and 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 allegorical in a way that you can't have conversations when you just say these like like when you talk about Americans or like uh, like there's always this other like like black versus white left versus right uh, 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 spin that you have to put on everything. But when you can when can you remove that and you can substitute monsters maybe on both sides or uh, monsters on one side or or you can sort of allegorically layer that stuff in you 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 can maybe influence certain people to, to, to influence, to, to change their minds, or at least, at least eat away at the rot in their mind in a way that you couldn't, if you just said, Hey, like, here's this group over here. Maybe you shouldn't like be so terrible to them. Uh, so I think when I'm thinking about re uh, reimagining monsters, I, that that's all the stuff that goes into my brain, but mostly just how we demonize the other and like the demons that we I meet, some of them are horrible in my books, but most of them like have their own goals and their own point of views that are somewhere in the shades of gray, just like everyone else. For me, I'll, I'll focus on kind of the, the two monster types that I work the most with. And one is zombies. Um, and zombies are the interesting thing is they're just people who have died and uh, and come back. Uh, and that's a lot of going, on, going beyond the surface re, uh, reinvention of them are fast zombies or like mutated zombies or that kind of thing, which is really just uh, uh, cosmetic and a little bit of added difficulty. Uh, the trope of zombie fiction is always that man is the real monster. I mean, that is that is the hallmark of zombie fiction. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It, just like there's nothing wrong with, you know, the uh, chosen one tropes or, um, you know, magical girl stories. It's just, that is the convention of the story. That's how the story exists. How we explore it is unique to each story. Um, so you, you, when humans are the real monster, you're always trying to figure out how to make that idea interesting. So you're reinventing how the humans are the real monster in a world where, there are real monsters, which are the zombies. Um, and that's, you know, that's entirely exploring different concepts of humanity. Uh, in Junior Brave, something we don't really uh, hang a hat on too much is that each book is actually an exploration of different human political systems, uh, which is uh, which is an interesting thing to do in a YA kids fighting zombies book. But that's really the theme of going in, going through each book in the series is these kids kind of exploring how adults form societies uh and how they treat others within that society uh and then talking about 
orcs, working on orcs in space. Orcs are a monster. Uh, orcs are having a moment. A few years ago, it was kind of realized that even the fantasy concept of evil races, uh, which goes back to, you know, Tolkien, um, is not something that really exists. Like there, there is not a real world component. And so fantasy creators really leaned on having the concept of evil races because it made it easy. If there's a kind of person or a kind of thing out there that is sentient, but also just evil, it makes it very easy for storytelling because you don't need to explain why your heroes are killing these, these other people because they're evil. That's just, that's just how they are. Uh, and a few years ago, it was realized that that wasn't necessarily a thing that should be put out there and put forth in the fiction and in the, in the gaming systems. Uh, so orcs kind of got a, a reevaluation being looked at because they were clearly meant to be the other. They are clearly meant to be um, not just an other, but a foreign other. Uh, orcs always kind of took concepts from tribal peoples, from, you know, Mongol hordes, like is this idea of like, oh, we'll just pull from, these other cultures to create this evil race. And that's incredibly problematic and harmful. Uh, so orcs got kind of revitalized within the Dungeons and Dragons community. Um, and now our book orcs in space is kind of using that idea of that orcs aren't, there's no such thing as an evil race that, that, that idea doesn't exist, but you can play with the perception of that within stories um, to kind of go your own way and to say something more. Um, so that's how I could revitalize monsters in, in my work is just trying to find uh, new ways to tell those stories while kind of being mindful of how what we do is perceived and how it influences the world. I want to also point out that part of revitalizing monsters is a relook at the good races too, or the good monsters, you know, like for instance, a lot of my work that deals with demons also deals with angels and like angels for every like bad, bad monster, there's tends to be like a good monster. And, uh, you know, elves have always been sort of like the good, good race uh, in, in Dungeons and Dragons uh, lore. And, uh, you know, they are, they are a monster. They may not. They may look more like humanity than than uh, orcs do, um, but like they still. If we're defined like monster is defined as like the other, like they are also the other. But like uh, so, also reevaluating uh, re and revitalizing sort of like how like. And I've really enjoyed, especially how how people have reimagined sort of elves in the last few years about like you know they're not they're you know they you have these like high elves who like who like, uh, you know, used to be like the, the most noble race and now they're kind of like uh, snooty and they're also like, you know, they, they, they like tend to be like capitalist, like, uh, uh, and, 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 and angels in my work in the gods verse chronicles have, uh, are very much explored as like, not just the, like a good, uh, force of in the world as well. And that they all have their own. So it's not just about like reevaluating, you know, the orcs and the Draculas and the, and the, and the, um, and the, uh, and the Godzillas of the world, but also looking at sort of the races that we all we, we that, that that like had been coded as like the good ones and you know making them like not worse just 
more complex. Like there are bad orcs, there are bad elves, there are good, uh, but like most of us, even if we're like good, you know, we still have our tendencies to do things that are bad. We still have all of these things. So I think, you know, it's not just, it's, it's more about like taking the whole of the lore in fantasy and horror and sci-fi and like just making it feel more lived in and more nuanced than it has been in the last hundred years. I'm Russell Nolte, USA Today bestselling author of Cthulhu is Hard to Spell, which I'm actually the editor of. I didn't write that. Uh, I'm the editor of the Cthulhu is Hard to Spell anthology series, uh, creator and writer of Ichabod Jones' Monster Hunter, and The God's First Chronicles. You can find all of my stuff at russellnolte.com. I'm Michael Tanner, co-creator of Junior Braves of the Apocalypse, co-writer of Orcs in Space, host of the podcast Burn After Pitching. Please visit me on my website, which is buymichaeltanner.com.